I edit my own stories to death. They eventually run and hide from me. Gene Volker. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Welcome to February. We are taking on a new topic this month, and we're going to address the very, very difficult topic of aspiring towards perfection by polishing the draft, which is why we're starting out with accepting imperfection. Now, if you've been listening since the very beginning, then you might be aware that we have done a series that covered the distance between first draft and final draft. We are now on our 40th series in this podcast. The last time we covered the distance between first draft and final draft was series two. We wanted to reapproach this because, first of all, we've learned a lot of stuff since then. And second of all, we're still getting questions about what this process looks like. So this series is a supplement to the other series. It should interlock nicely to help you through that path. And one of the most difficult things in getting your first draft to your final draft is accepting that not everything is going to be perfect when you publish. There are usually two kinds of reactions when you finish your first draft. When you finish that very first draft, you are either very excited and say this is a perfect work of art and nothing I do will ever top this, or you say this is terrible, this is trash, and it belongs in the trash where all the trash goes. The response to both of these ideas is to edit anyway. Remember that your first draft is the worst that your story will ever be. So the more you work to perfect it, the better it'll be. That does not mean it will be perfect before you publish. Because this is where a lot of people, especially new authors, go off the rails. They either say this is perfect and they never edit a thing and that is just plain wrong. Which I've been guilty of. Or they edit the thing to death and they never actually do anything with it other than just edit and edit and edit and edit. Which you've been guilty of. So have you. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) So I have to ask, have you ever picked up a book that you've published and found an error in it? Yes. Does that mean you never should have ever published that book? No, I probably should have given it one more proofread, but I was able to fix it. The wonderful thing about Kindle and Amazon is that you can just update the draft and call it good. You never saw the random bracket. It's fine. People who expect perfection in themselves have a handful of qualities. So we're going to go over this list real quick. Think about if this is you or if next episode is more you. The first thing that I find from these people who edit their stories to death is that they're often readers. They're comparing their first draft to someone else's bestseller's final draft. This is something that I fell into for a very long time. I would look at the completed best-selling novels of Brandon Sanderson or whoever else and say, my book will never be this good, but I'm going to try anyway. And I'm going to write and rewrite and rewrite and never actually finish a draft because it's not perfect enough. And the second trait leans right into that. And these people are the perfectionists. 
The people who spend six hours wondering if they should use the word the or a. This is one of those habits or those traits that really lock you into writer's block, that you never continue because you're too worried that it's not good enough. Which leans into the third aspect of the overthinkers. You are taking way too much time trying to think, is this plot working out? Do I need to make it more complicated? Is it too complicated? Is this character good enough? Do I need to add a more tragic backstory? Is this relationship working? And the list goes on and on and on of what they can overthink. These are also the people who hand out their manuscripts to the beta readers and then recall it and go, wait, let me look at it one more time. The people who are very gun shy about sharing their work because, well, it's not perfect yet. And even as they're handing their manuscript to somebody who's excited to read it, they're apologizing for it. And that's the final trait that's very common is being hesitant to let people you know read it because there might be something wrong. And it could be very minor. We're not including the people who don't want their moms to read their romance novels. That's a whole different category. This is the, you don't want people you know to read it because you want to seem perfect and what you've written may not hold up in their eyes as perfect enough. So this episode that we're talking about today is accepting that it won't be perfect. Accepting that imperfection because the aspiration toward perfection and the expectation for perfection means that the book will never be published. And the nice thing is that those who accept and acknowledge that imperfection is going to happen are more likely to be able to fix it because they're looking for it. They understand that it's going to be there. And I would like to offer this comfort. How many errors have you found in other books that you were okay with? Like, yes, you recognize it's an issue. They call them the later name instead of their first name. Whatever. There's an issue. Did it stop you from reading the book? I would like to also point out that Brandon Sanderson on his fan website has an entire section of thread dedicated to pointing out the flaws, letting people give feedback and be another version of a proofreader after it's been published to say, hey, I found this minor error. I found this spelling error. Authors understand this. This is why there are second editions and updates to printing that may change because these errors have now been found by the masses and can be fixed. But Brandon Sanderson is perfect. He would never make an error. (laughs) This recognizing imperfection in your heroes makes it a lot easier to accept that you're better off getting the book out than spending a decade perfecting it. I think the bigger problem is that if you don't come to this point where you can accept imperfection as a thing in your books, it tends to be a paralytic. You get to the point where you are experiencing writer's block and you're never going to get past it because you think that every single thing needs to be fixed. Everything needs to be perfect. So you overthink, you put it off, and it becomes this growing snowball of problems. Man, I can't tell you how many times I have been in this spot and how many stories I am currently in this spot with. I tend to call it my white whale of a story. Amethyst and Emeralds, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, and I have made some leaps and bounds in writing it, and then I haven't touched it in years. 
and then I'll make leaps and bounds and I won't touch it for years again. And it's exhausting. And that's why I haven't picked it up because I no longer find the joy in it because I'm trying to be too perfect with it. Now, don't get us wrong. Editing will hands down improve your story. Editing something to death means that your book will never get released. This is something you ran into with your Chroma series, right? Where you had edited it and edited it and edited it before you finally, after a while, realized, I'm not improving anything. I need to pass this off to someone else. And expecting perfection can make it so you have a really unhealthy relationship with your editor. If I have you edit my book and then we release it into the world and it turns out there's an error in it. If I were looking at it going, well, I thought the book was perfect, I'm blaming you as the editor for not catching this error. That can become very toxic very quickly. And I think on the flip side of that, if you expect that your book is already perfect when you pass it to an editor, that's another combination for a really unhealthy relationship because you won't trust them. You won't believe them when they tell you there are things that need to be fixed, when there are flaws that need to be adjusted. And it's really a very difficult part of all of this is accepting that flaws will make it through. This happens with the best authors, your favorite authors that have ever existed. This will happen with yours as well. That's okay. What you can do is you can minimize the chances of that happening by editing and not by editing something to death. It's by going through the right stages of editing having your line editing process, having your developmental editing process, dividing it up into the three main steps of editing can make a big difference in accepting that there's no more changes that need to happen. Now you're just polishing it. Now you're just making sure there are no grammatical or punctuation errors. Ultimately, the goal is to minimize distractions. If you have flaws that have made it through, but it's not distracting the reader, it's okay. Fix it. Make it better next time. Do not fret about it. And I will say you are more likely to get distracted by the flaws than your reader. So long as you've told an interesting and deep story, something that grabs their attention and puts them into the world, some minor errors here and there aren't going to pull them out of that world. But if the book's never released, then it'll never be published with an error, so I should just never release a book, right? Wrong. Absolutely release it. Go through the writing process. Go through the editing process. You had joy from writing it. Let others get joy from reading it. Release it into the world, and when you release it, accept that it is what it is. If you get feedback and if you find those changes, you can make those updates. But don't make it a requirement. Just enjoy that you have a published book. And really, just remember why you write. You write to share stories. You write to have fun and enjoy yourself. This whole process should be that. So remember why you write, publish it, and then move on to the next story. And when you write that, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 